Hey, everybody, if you want to tell the world something or sell the world something, head on over to Squarespace because they're going to help you build the website of your dreams. Say you want to sell some custom merch. Well, you can set up your online store, whether you sell physical, digital, or service products. Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. So go to squarespace.com stuff right now and you will face a free trial. And when you get ready to launch, use our offer code stuff and then you'll save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. How could you go wrong with Squarespace? Hey and welcome to The Short Stuff. I'm Josh and there's Chuck. And let's take it back to Christmas Eve. The year is 1800. Mm. And I'm an English scientist named William Hyde Wollaston. Who are you, Hello. Chuck? Uh, I guess that would make me your colleague, Smithson Tennant. Neil Tennant's great, 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 great grandfather. <laughs> I don't believe you. I'm not falling for anything anymore. <laughs> okay. So what are we doing on this Christmas Eve 1800? Well, we're coming. We're unwrapping a very special thing, a precious metal, uh, platinum ore. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We paid, I gotta stop that. We paid a pretty penny for it too. It came from what we would call Columbia today, what Wollaston and Tennant us called Nueva Granada, <laughs> yeah. which is fancy. But it, they paid something like seven hundred ninety-five pounds for it, which in eighteen hundred that'd be a thousand dollars, and today it'd be like twenty-three thousand dollars. I would have thought inflation would have made that way more, but still, that's a decent amount of money to pay for a hunk of platinum, even back then. The reason why they paid so much for it and why they had to smuggle it out is because it was essentially pure platinum, which is very, very hard to find. Uh, and one of the reasons that Wollaston wanted it was because he was trying to figure out how to create a chemical reaction that could make platinum malleable and therefore even more useful than it already was. That's right. He's like, I think I can do it. I'm pretty smart. And I think we can get a lot of uses out of malleable platinum. Mm-hmm. And so he worked on it for a few years, or rather, you worked on it for a few years. And you helped? I helped a little bit. I got your tea and stuff like that. Latch at your jokes, <laughs> kind of like this podcast. Aw. Uh, here's your tea, by the way. Thanks. Uh, and he eventually would, or you eventually would get that chemical process down pat and uh, isolate that platinum. And it was, in fact, malleable. But what he noticed was, was like, wait a minute. There's something left over here, these these reddish salts. And, like, what in the world could this be? And it turns out that uh, Wollaston, Wollaston and Tennant had also discovered uh, not just one other precious metal, but two. Uh, we're going to focus on rhodium, but they also discovered palladium. Yeah, pretty neat stuff. That's a big bang for your buck. And the reason they called it rhodium, it was after the Greek word for rose, which is rhodon, right? Which sounds like so. kind yeah. of like a robot that assembles from different parts and fights. I was going to say the same thing. So, um, and the reason why is because those salts are kind of like a reddish rose color. So that's pretty cool. Uh, that's a great name right off of the bat. But even more than that, they figured out that rhodium and palladium were related to platinum. They're part of what's called the platinum group metals. Don't know if that's a band name or not. <laughs> I was waiting for it. Maybe like a prog rock, like a, a um, all-star prog rock band. Yeah, that's not metal. No, not at all. Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, yeah, it's one of the noble metals. Uh, it is the rhodium is has a chemical. It's a chemical element with the symbol R H, mm-hmm. atomic number forty five, nice. and uh, it is in the group with iridium and ruthenium and platinum, palladium. 
what else? Don't osmium? forget iridium and osmium, yeah. So it, it's a pretty big deal that they found this. Uh, and also, obviously, gold and silver, uh, also precious metals. And it turns out that rhodium is uh, super valuable today and very useful today. Yeah. One of the, and rare. It is rare. Um, it's incredibly rare, actually. It's, I guess, almost never found or never found in pure form. It's found in alloys with other stuff. Um, and it's usually found in just minuscule amounts. So it's rare. It's scarce. And um, it's it, it was, until very recently, in really high demand. So much so that the price of an ounce of rhodium in April of 2021, was approaching $30,000 an ounce. Yeah, that was the the peak, that, the rhodium peak. That's one of, like, the most expensive, like, uh, commodities on the planet, if not the most expensive. I'm not sure. What's interesting, Chuck, though, is that it's now down to about $4,000 an ounce. And I say we don't tell anybody why until we come <laughs> back from a message break. Sounds good. All right, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. Because in Monopoly Go, you can team up with your friends for timed tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. It's very nice. That's right. And the more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. I'm talking about unique stickers that you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes, cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with, or hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges, like digging for treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. That's right. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it now for free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! Today's episode is brought to you by Altoids because, let's face it, unraveling the mysteries of the universe is tough work. But with Altoids, your breath will be stronger than a black hole's gravitational pull, more intense than an alien abduction, and more reliable than your phone's battery during a podcast marathon. When it comes to needing intense freshness, Altoids have you covered. Altoids are stronger than your favorite conspiracy theory, more intense than the latest true crime docuseries, and more reliable than a Bigfoot sighting. They're not just mints, they're curiously strong mints. Find Altoids in the checkout aisle. Grab your tin today. All right, so we left quite a cliffhanger. Mm -hmm. uh, rhodium peaked at about close to $30,000 uh, not too long ago in just March and April of 2021. Now it's bound, uh, down to about four grand. I saw like 39 today, 4,200 yesterday mm -hmm. in, in that area. And the forecast is for it to be about the same, which is still one of the most valuable metals in the world. It's more than gold, for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's like still twice as much as gold. Mm -hmm. So it's still very, very valuable. But uh, like anything, it, it's all about supply and demand. And while the supply is still low because it's still rare, it's not like they found some huge supply of it somewhere. Uh, the the demand has gone way down uh, for a lot of reasons that are pretty boring. Uh, if you're a if you're someone who talks about things like financial instruments, mm -hmm. 
then you might really enjoy hearing about like the 12 reasons that I found that it's not a demand. But one of the big reasons that everyone can understand is that uh, rhodium is one of the biggest uses is that it's used in catalytic converters, Mm -hmm. uh, which is one reason why catalytic converters are stolen because they contain palladium, platinum, and rhodium, and people can cut them off very easily and sell them for a lot of money. Uh, But catalytic converters are on the decline because of the rise of electric vehicles. So thus, rhodium, uh, the demand is down. Isn't that interesting? Like, just the just the price of rhodium indicates that the world turned a corner and is like, yeah, electric vehicles are here to stay, and we don't really need catalytic converters like we used to. Yeah, it'll go back up, though, because the other 11 reasons are much more volatile and not as locked in. Okay, but still, it's not. it's just not in demand. I think something like 80% of the use or the demand for uh, rhodium was with the automotive industry, yeah. largely for catalytic converters. The reason why they use it for catalytic converters is because it is just aces at converting um, nitrous oxide emissions. Yeah. Which it, it, it's crazy. still some that comes out of your tailpipe, but nothing like it would without a catalytic converter. Like we would not be breathing basically right now with all the cars on the road if there weren't catalytic converters featuring rhodium. And the solution to that is not more rhodium, it's fewer catalytic converters, turns out. Yeah, I wrote the catalytic converter article years ago at How Stuff Works. How was it? It was a slog, my friend. I'll bet. Yeah, as someone, you know, I think for both of us, we're not super car guys, so, or at least how cars work, so it, it was tough. Well, can you take 10 minutes and explain how they work no. real quick? <laughs> I have no memory of it. Uh, But what I do remember is you said 80% uh, as far as their use in catalytic converters. Mm -hmm. uh, Also 80%, uh, that's how much rhodium uh, South Africa is putting out. Mm. Um, About 80% of the world's supply is coming from South Africa. Uh, Russia is number two on that list. Zimbabwe is number three. And there's also a – and again, these aren't rhodium mines. I think they're generally platinum mines for the most part. Right. Uh, but there's a, a platinum mine in Montana that is producing some rhodium as well. Pretty neat. Not bad. One of the cool things about rhodium is that it's super shiny. It's got a beautiful um, silvery white sheen to it. So it makes mm-hmm. it very alluring. Like Momo. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> it's, it has like a, um, a lot of uh, like attractiveness. It also is very hard, which is mm-hmm. a double-edged sword for jewelers. It makes it really hard to make jewelry out of. But... If you can figure out how to plate rhodium onto other kinds of jewelry, it will make it super shiny and super hard and durable. And that's one way that they have figured out how to use rhodium is they plate it. And to plate it, you actually have to dissolve it in certain kinds of acids. And that causes fumes. And you do not want to breathe those fumes. But if you can successfully avoid breathing the fumes, you can plate jewelry with rhodium and... um, You'll be pretty happy with the result afterwards, I hear. Yeah, uh, it is actually one of the least toxic uh, of those precious metals. Um, but it is that the fumes that are harmful for sure. So they have uh, found ways to work on it as jewelers to avoid those fumes. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, another great part about rhodium on jewelry is that it's hypo, uh, hypoallergenic. So you're not, you know, sometimes if you wear bracelets and uh, rings and things that will turn your skin a different color, uh, this avoids that. That plating of rhodium uh, will not turn your skin different colors. So that's another big plus. Uh, And it's also, because it's hard, it's very 
uh, scratch resistant. It's corrosion resistant. It's uh, it's pretty hardy, um, but they have to do it in such a thin layer. It, it's it will wear down. So they say if you do have a rhodium plated uh, piece of jewelry or something, they say that you should uh, probably not do it on like a ring. You should probably do it for like earrings or a necklace or something mm-hmm. that doesn't get rubbed around a lot in your skin. And you might want to think about getting it replated every few years. Uh, and it sounds like, oh, my gosh, it's the most expensive thing in the world. Why would I do that? Uh, they need so little of it to plate your jewelry that uh, it apparently isn't that much money. No. I'm sure that's relative. But it's not like you would think, like, oh, it costs like ten grand to get this thing replated. Right, because you don't need an ounce of this stuff. No, you, you just don't need, need much a little at all. tiny bit, and that's all it takes. That's there, all it takes. There's one other use for it that I think we should end on. All right, let's hear. Not it. only does it catalyze nitrous oxide into less harmful stuff, it is the catalyst for the reaction that produces menthol. Yeah. So if you like chewing gum or cools, you can thank rhodium for that. Aren't they getting rid of menthol cigarettes? They should. I thought I just saw something about that recently. I don't know, but I could I could definitely see us reaching that point finally. I'm not sure why I would have dreamed that up, uh, even though I had the weirdest dream ever last night, so you never know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I thought I saw something. So anyway, I'm sure we'll figure that out. You're, you're not going to share last night's dream? Oh, no, 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 no. But it involved Michael Douglas and Catherine Zeta-Jones. Awesome. <laughs> So if you want to know more about this uh, wonderful topic, rhodium, you can go on to How Stuff Works because that's where we got this article. And uh, that means short stuff is out. Stuff You Should Know is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. 